0: His and Hers Horror features two adults discussing horror movies, serial killers, and other spooky content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. you're listening to his and hers horror my name is tia
1: and my i'm david <laughs>
0: what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> this week we're going to do something a little different oh so well don't act like you're not aware <laughs> you fucking dork well, you help plan this shit why do you act like you don't know what we're about to do
1: <laughs> i'm speaking
0: on behalf of the audience oh f- fair enough so, normally, we will pick a film or a franchise or a trope or some sort of a theme, and we're going to do something a little bit different, because there are s- some things that we would like to talk about that don't really fit into any kind of a theme. Right. So, this is going to be the first of what we are going to be, basically, episodes that are going to be titled Random Body Parts. Ooh. So, it's essentially stuff that we want to talk about that... Doesn't really fit anywhere else. Fair enough. So one of the things that I would like to discuss today, I did pick a topic for this first venture into this little, I don't know. A
1: smattering of things. Yeah.
0: Is more about the horror film experience. Mm-hmm. And that is watching a horror movie in a movie theater versus watching it at home. Ooh! Because I used to go to the movies a lot. And I used to go, a lot of the times I would go by myself,
2: Hmm.
0: just because there were a lot of times movies that I wanted to see that none of my friends wanted to see, or they were busy. And I would just go by myself because I'm like, I'm not going to not go and see this movie I want to see just because nobody can go with me. But there are some parts of the movie going experience that aren't great. It it Hmm. just kind of depends. It can often depend on the kind of movie that you're going to see. There are some movies that you can see in theaters and it's fine, like seeing the lord of the rings series in theaters was fine
1: it's an event it's an experience
0: seeing when the original star wars trilogy was re-released in theaters when i was a kid Mm -hmm. my parents took jess and i to see all those and they were really good
2: yeah
0: and it was an it was a unique experience but you occasionally get something where it should also be a a unique theater experience but something ruins it yeah could be the, the most recent example i can think of is because the last time we went to a, to see a movie in theaters if i remember correctly was uh avengers endgame yeah and we went with a couple friends and theater was packed and i got stuck sitting in front of some kid who was there with his dad now i'm not saying don't take your kids to the movies Please do. But please do, especially if you want them to, you know, if you want them to have a cool, fun theater experience. But Avengers Endgame was the culmination of 17 years of films. And I had been there since the beginning. Mm -hmm. I saw the first Iron Man film in theaters three times the year that it came out. So I had been waiting on this movie longer than this kid had been alive. Mm hmm. So, to be sitting there and occasionally feel him kick my seat or ask his dad to explain something because he was like seven and didn't understand i it almost ruined it for me, yeah, to the point where by the end of the movie, I was furious and was like, "I just want to get out of here. I don't want to wait to do any I don't want to wait and there's i just want I just wanted to leave." And I've had that same experience with a couple other movies. I'm trying to remember my mom and I went and saw the Peter Jackson King Kong.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: And there was somebody in there who was had taken their kids to see it, mm-hmm. which again, that's fine if you want to take your kids to see a, a particular movie. But you need to teach your kids how to act in a movie theater because watching a movie in the theaters is not the same as watching a movie at home. You can't just get up and start walking around when you're bored. Like, if that's the, if that's the how you are, or if that's how your kids are, maybe don't take your kids to see the movies until they can focus. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe because I was taught, you know, you, being, going to the theaters was a rare occurrence when I was a kid, because we didn't have a whole lot of money growing up. I don't know. But I've had that same kind of thing with horror movies before, where you'll get people laughing at stuff that's not funny, or saying stuff at the screen. Have you ever had that? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the time for me the things that that take away from the film especially when it's when it's someone else in the audience doing something. It's actually for me it's a lot more visual. Mhm. So like the getting up and walking around or the, the their phone constantly lighting up because they're checking on the latest text they just got or I've seen people snapchatting. I've seen people uh, doing FaceTime calls and stuff while the movie's going on, it's like, look, buddy, you know, these aren't cheap, yeah, to go to the movie, especially if you're with someone else. So, there's what 30 bucks typically,
0: depending on where you are. Yeah,
1: we'll just call it 30. Now, if if you're going in bare bones, you're not buying any, any concessions whatsoever, that's still 30 bucks. That's that's dinner for two, yeah, at, at, on the cheap. Okay, add in food. Now you're looking at forty to fifty to sixty dollars. Yeah. So that's dinner for two at a much nicer place. If some asshole is going to sit down and start distracting me during that event mm-hmm. that that I've paid for, they're taking money from me. Yeah. In, in my opinion, they're 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 detracting from the experience. Right. Now I have been in movies, especially horror movies, where I've had audience talking to the screen, and it actually heightened the situation. There was one theater I used to love going to in Chicago where I I can't remember what movie it was playing cuz I would just go to the theater mm-hmm. j- just for something to do because I was either waiting for someone to to get out of class or what have you. And I'd be watching this movie and I'd hear, "Don't go in there, the killers in there." And I'm like, "Well, good call." Or or you know, the whole classic, you know, "Hello, is there anybody there?" like and and I would I would hear someone say, "Oh yeah, you know, like he's going to answer back." Yeah that made it kind of fun but yeah
0: i can i, can I wouldn't see want that. it all the time i would know i remember the last horror movie i remember seeing where i actually like i don't remember anything negative happening in the theater is uh um, i went and saw cabin fever with some friends eli ross original cabin fever I saw it in theaters with a group of guy friends on a friday night mm-hmm. and that was fun yeah I don't remember anyone being, I do, the only thing I remember, there were some audience reactions, particularly when she's shaving her legs and her skin starts to come off. Yeah. Yeah. I I also distinctly remember whispering to my guy friends that that was going to happen. And and, because I started, I covered my eyes before it even started. The second I saw she had a razor, I'm like, nope. And my guy friends are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, her skin's going to come off. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yes, it is. And seriously, like within 30 seconds, they were all like, oh, God. And I'm like, yeah, told you. What did I say? I know how to predict things, apparently.
1: I think the worst theater going experience I ever had, I actually helped cause.
0: Was this with a horror movie too?
1: No, it was actually with a comedy. Oh, gosh. Yeah, some friends brought some dates on base when I was living in Japan, and we had made shrimp scampi. Okay, uh, in the barracks, we all learned how to make shrimp scampi, and it was very, very good. But the uh, three or four of us that ate that um, started having some very pungent gas about midway through Austin Powers Gold Member, <laughs> and. Nice. Uh, that was that was bad enough, but I was also sat between my friend's dates so that I could help explain things for Where the Where was jokes. your date? I didn't have one because there was no room for me to have one.
0: You just brought you were just brought along as interpreter? Yes. That's fucking rude.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know how hard it is to enjoy a movie when you have to explain things to two different people? Yeah. Left and right and try to pay attention to the I, movie? I
0: imagine that can be quite irritating, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's why... You, wound up seeing several movies multiple times so I could actually get to watch it.
0: Right. No, that makes sense.
1: Which was funny because most of the time, the jokes carried just fine. It was just... If the joke has to be explained to you, it's not that funny.
0: Right. Exactly. Well, and there have been times where we've gone to see movies in theaters and it's basically just the two of us. Oh. I love those times. I love... I used to when I I mentioned earlier how I used to go to the movies by myself. I would go to the movies by myself, but I would always go to like the last showing. I was basically the only person in the theater anyway. There was maybe like two, three other people, Mm -hmm. tops. Yeah. So I love that feeling like I have my own private theater for for a minute. And we did that when we were when we were in Rolla visiting Mm -hmm. a friend's, and we saw cabin in the woods
2: was
0: that yeah yeah we saw cabin in the woods
2: yeah
0: and that was so nice because we were able to just focus on it we didn't have to worry about anybody getting up or doing anything
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, it's one of those things like i if i like in my dream house i would love to have like a private theater
1: yeah that that would be pretty awesome
0: I, yes i vastly prefer especially the i feel like it, it's like a thing with like the older i get i mm-hmm. prefer i just prefer watching movies at home
2: mm-hmm.
0: to the point where like i mean now we're now we kind of have to because of what's going on in the world right now but they've talked about different movies that are being released on demand and stuff like that and you know paying $30 to see a movie at home and I'm like well that's about what I would pay to see it in theaters anyway yeah but you're telling me now I can watch it at home on my own TV okay so that's like the new Bill and Ted movie is being released on demand oh wow there was some other movie that we saw a trailer for the other night that i I they said they were releasing it on demand in September mm-hmm. and I just got super fucking hyped I think it might have been antebellum
1: oh yeah that looks creepy AF
0: it does I will watch anything that Jordan Peele makes, honestly. Oh, is that one of his? He, I, and he produced it, oh, okay. at the very least. Cool. It looks real good, though.
1: Dude makes some good work.
0: And Janelle Monae is yeah. amazing. But yeah, I feel like I've just had better experiences watching movies at home. But that's also, it depends on the group. Because mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that I like to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a movie I've never seen before. Yeah. So I remember when I was a kid. I don't remember exactly how old I was. I think I was 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. One of my friends uh, snuck their copy of the Blair Witch Project over to my house for a sleepover. And it ended up being that all my friends and my sister were like were too scared. And I basically just ended up watching it by myself while they were doing other stuff behind me. Uh huh. But that was fun. And then... I've actually I used to do with my friends in high school during Halloween. I would do like horror movie nights, mm-hmm. but inevitably I would have somebody who would show up. That's not good with horror. So we would mostly just end up wa- watching like Hocus Pocus and stuff like that. <laughs> what did we watch? We watched Hocus Pocus and the Sleepy Hollow movie with Johnny Depp instead of any actual horror movies, mm-hmm. which those are fine movies. I love Hocus Pocus. It's a favorite, but it's not out. It's not really a a horror movie. When I said I wanted to have a horror movie night, I meant Halloween or Friday the 13th or something like that. I didn't mean sisters. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's, I feel like we've had some good, just the two of us viewing experiences. Our our paranormal activity viewing experiences. Oh, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) So we watched Paranormal Activity at home. Late it at was, night, it was pretty late at night. I think it was about just after one when when it ended.
0: I think so. That sounds about right.
1: At the time, I smoked cigarettes, and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to go downstairs and and have a cigarette." And there was a good beat beat and a half. You know, I was getting my shoes on, and he was like, "I'm coming with you." And so I get downstairs. You're not and- leaving
0: me in this apartment alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you didn't want to be alone, so we we go down. Outside and there's a parking garage and the lights weren't on. So it was one AM in the this like dark chasm yeah. and and I'm just standing there just chill. And uh yeah. It it was uh it was it was spooky.
0: I think we went and stood by the car. <laughs> yeah. And it was cold. I think I had to, mm-hmm. I didn't have a sweater on. I was just wearing like my pajamas. Yeah. I Oh my god, I love panorama activity. It's so good.
1: Yeah. it. I, I think for me also, sometimes the theme of the movie or the, the general vibe of the movie mm-hmm. kind of determines for me whether I feel like it would be better in, in theater or at home. I don't know if I've told you about this before, but... I've got this category in my head that doesn't really exist anywhere else in the world, I don't think, called uh, Weekend Afternoon Horror Movies. where they're No, not, I
0: got that, yeah.
1: Where they're not really that scary, but, like, you just kind of watch them and you're... It's the kind of thing that would be on on, like, a Saturday on KTLA back in the 80s uh, when, it, when I was a kid living in Los Angeles. You know, there would be, like, some horror movie that... I mean, it's scary, but it's, like, not...
0: Well, and when you get something that's, like, edited for television, it's mm-hmm. not as bad. Right. Like, there were a lot of horror movies. When my sis- so when my sister and I were little, our parents, both of, our, both of my parents are respiratory therapists. And my parents had it worked out at one point in time that one of them worked during the day and one of them worked at night so that there was always a parent on duty, so to speak. So on the weekends, my mom worked during the day and my dad worked at night. So when my sister and I were home alone, well, we were home alone because dad was home, but dad was asleep. Right. And we couldn't go outside. Mm-hmm. We couldn't leave the house, so basically we ended up watching a lot of stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. Just watching movies all day. So I I remember there was one summer where it was the anniversary of Dirty Dancing and it was on every weekend on TBS, <laughs> so we watched it every weekend.
2: Wow. The
0: same thing happened with uh, Greece. There was like it's like the the anniversary of Greece and so they showed Greece every weekend. So there were some movies that are, you know, horror classics that that's the first that's the first time we saw them. That's how we saw them was edited for television. So,
1: Greece is scary as hell.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, like like Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just... Because there was not an awake adult to tell us not to watch it. So we would just... We would, you know, watch stuff that we probably shouldn't have been watching. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was fun. It was a nice... Fun experience that I had growing up with my sister.
1: Yeah, and and uh, you know those those types of experiences. You know, we were talking earlier about the the movie going experience. I think I think you can have just as many good film based experiences at home because I mean I'm I'm just gonna tell you right now my favorite thing about watching a movie at home
2: Mm -hmm.
1: is I don't wind up experiencing what I experience in the theaters where again. It costs a decent amount of money to go see a movie. I don't want to miss anything. Especially if a movie is really well paced where there there isn't a spot where you can be like, okay, this feels like a, a dead spot for me to Yeah. Finally go use the restroom.
0: Or go grab a drink.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There there's there's I I feel like I'm ruining the experience for myself by having to give in to what my body needs to do. Yeah. Whereas at home I can pause, I can get up, I can go make some coffee, I can say, Hey, do you want a snack? Grab something, come back. No no pain. We've already we've already paid for the the snack food or the drinks or whatever.
0: Yeah, and the movie it's something we own or it's something that's streaming somewhere or whatever. The other thing I like about watching movies at home, particularly horror movies, when it comes to like stuff with the podcast and everything is being able to basically research on the fly because
2: mm-hmm.
0: there have been some films we've watched particularly stuff involving demons oh yeah where you've been like hold on a second and you have to go grab one of your books to be able to see like is this are they really talking about this print or there was what was it uh i think it was hereditary we were watching where there were the runes yeah, on the wall yeah, and you yeah, were yeah, like yeah going and grabbing a book to see what the runes meant
1: yeah i was i was pulling up sigils i mean almost any movie that's got some sort of demon connection and and they've got some sort of sigil or something i'm like all right well i've got an archive of various research materials uh let me see if i can find something comparable or or heaven forbid they just name drop a demon i'm like really yeah that's what you're going with So, yeah, it's kind of fun to
0: be able to check the accuracy and earn that kind of deal
1: or or lack thereof.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of the other nice things I feel about watching horror movies at home or in a home environment is if it's something that you've seen before, Mm -hmm. getting the opportunity to share it with somebody Mm -hmm. and being able to take time to if they're if there's a bit they're not getting or something they missed. You can pause it and explain, or you can run it back real quick.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I remember, we occasionally will have movie nights with our friend Liz, and there have been several times where we're we're slowly working on expanding the horror movie her horror movie education. So there will there will be times where we'll bring over classics, or we'll just bring over our favorites, mm-hmm. or my favorites, as it as the case may be when specifically the time i brought over maximum overdrive and i made you both watch it it
1: was fine
0: <laughs> i love maximum overdrive i it's w- another one of those movies that the first time i saw it was on a weekend when my sister and i were home and it was on tv and we saw our mom is a huge fan of acdc mm-hmm. and so we saw you know heard a heard acdc's music and saw that the soundtrack was done by acdc and i'm like oh this should be cool and then i saw stephen king and i'm like oh this should be really cool and it is to an extent but it's also fucking buck wild
1: (laughs) yes it is
0: it's it's one of those movies that you can't take too seriously and i i'm sure i'll go into it in more depth in another episode
1: yeah definitely but
0: uh it's it's so good i love it
1: see I, i would call that a saturday afternoon
0: Yeah, no, I definitely, well, that's probably when I saw it.
1: a weekend afternoon. Yeah. uh, Or.
0: I'm I'm willing to bet that's when I saw it, It was some weekend afternoon. It was probably on TBS, back when TBS was still a thing. I don't know, is TBS still a channel? I don't know. I don't know, we haven't had cable in a while. So. We do a
1: podcast. We do a
0: (laughs) podcast and everything we do is streaming. We don't have cable. I'm trying to remember another one. That we took over. Oh, it was was uh, Trick or Treat. We took Trick or Treat over at oh, her yeah, place. yeah, yeah, And she kept asking us questions, and we we're trying to, like, just keep, like, total poker face and not answer any questions. Because we we're like, just watch the movie. Just watch the movie.
1: Which, I mean, so- sometimes, you know, in, in a home environment like that, I don't mind when someone's like, oh, oh, wait, is this... Is this connected to this, or you know asking questions like that that's totally cool because that that tells me that the person that's watching it, especially if if like I or we are sharing it with someone mm-hmm. we get feedback on the experience before the end of film debrief type situation, like you know yeah we we, we know that they're at least engaged enough to know that they want to know more,
0: yeah, and there have been occasions where she'll give us she'll give us her predictions for how she thinks the movie's going to end, and we're just like. I don't know. Maybe we'll find
1: out we'll find, here I guess, in 34 I guess we'll minutes, out. won't we?
0: I guess you'll see. <laughs> I actually like doing that. I, I do that. We're currently watching at time of recording. We're not quite finished with season two of umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode we were watching a couple of nights ago where I was like, this is my prediction for a thing that's going to happen. And I wasn't completely wrong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you know that that's a, a fun thing but at a movie theater probably not the best time to start doing your conspiracy boards and and stuff.
0: right yeah. pepe silva and all that <laughs> that's a there's a i'll show you the meme later there's a it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah, thing yeah. where charlie's making a ropes and I, 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 pepe I know silva. the meme oh okay i
1: know the meme. you seemed confused no <laughs>
0: So since this is random body parts, is there anything else you wanted to talk about that probably wouldn't fit into another episode?
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, I kind of threw part of it in there, you know, weekend horror versus, or like weekend or daytime afternoon horror versus nighttime primetime main I mean, event type horror.
0: Well, and see, for me, it used to be all horror was daytime horror hmm. because I used to be a chick as shit. And I used to, basically, if I watched a scary movie, I had to have time to watch something happy afterwards so that I didn't have nightmares uh, when I went to sleep.
2: Yeah.
0: So I basically, if I wanted to watch a scary movie, I would have, be like, okay, do I have time to watch something after this? No? Okay, well, then it should probably save it for another day. I'm not like that anymore. So, what?
1: Well, there was that one time we i don't know that it was necessarily horror but we watched something and it was really sad and you're like okay i need to watch some cartoons now and we pulled up like the saddest episode of of, uh adventure time
0: oh god yeah
1: and i'm like this isn't helping no we had to we had to change gears. we had to change
0: gears pretty quickly after that yeah
1: i don't remember what that was i don't either
0: who knows It wasn't a horror movie, so clearly it didn't stick in my brain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough.
0: It wasn't a horror movie or part of the MCU, so it just goes in the... You know how David has that films that don't make an impression vault?
1: Oh, where they just go to disappear? Yeah. They they don't die. They just didn't exist.
0: Apparently I have one of those, too, that is for stuff that's not horror or MCU related. I don't know.
1: Here's a question for you. Yeah. With the world... Being in the situation that it is now. Yes. Aside from film companies, you know, offering, you know, streaming and things like that. What else would you like to see?
0: One of the things that I've been hearing a lot about, I keep, I'm going to try and get us on Shudder. Mm-hmm. Because there is a film that uh, a couple different other, like, horror YouTubers have talked about. Mm-hmm. That is basically, it, I, I'm, I keep meaning, to, I mean to ask Lizzie. Her, how it compares to Unfriended and Unfriended Dark Web, right? But it's basically like a Zoom meeting horror film. Oh, cool! Which I think, I think with the way stuff is right now, if creators, if you know, writers, directors, actors, they're able to find a way to continue to make content while still still having to isolate and social distance and all all of that stuff that we're right. having to do right now. I think that's amazing. Yeah. I think it's, if it forces a new kind, because it's forcing a new kind of creativity.
1: Well, and, and it also makes it relevant, you know? I mean, we don't, we don't, we don't have a lot of agriculture-based horror. No. Because a a lot of areas have moved away from, you know, an agricultural industry. Right. I mean, really, it started in the Victorian era, the uh, move towards you know, science and machinery be, being this... You know,
0: industrialization. You know,
1: the the industrialization kind of played a part in being a terrifying object or a terrifying mm-hmm. uh, factor. So if we can keep horror going with yeah, uh, what's, you know, with everything that's going on right now and keep it relevant, sure, yeah.
0: Well, like, you look at David Sandberg. Mm-hmm. He has released two different short horror films during quarantine and everything that are both exceptionally good Mm. and he's always been one that can do short horror in like an isolated space right because it's pretty much just him and the woman whose name i forget but she's in all of them she's Mm -hmm. in all of his stuff yeah there's but they're very good and i think a lot of people are, are starting to go more towards that and i just think that's I, I like it. I mean it sucks that we have to do it, but if people are finding creative ways to do it, that's great. I'm all for it.
1: I think another thing you, you mentioned short horror, one one thing that I feel kind of leans into that short horror realm, especially if, if you don't necessarily want to just release a I, I say just that's kinda diminutive. Uh if you if you don't want to release only a six minute or a fifteen minute, you know, film, I'm beginning to really love anthology series. Yeah, which I you know I'm sure we'll we'll talk about in greater detail, but mm-hmm. but I mean s- some of the anthology series I've seen where I know they're not four hours long, but they sure as heck feel like it.
0: Yeah,
1: ABCs of Death for me kind of felt like it. It's not four hours long, is it? No,
0: it's not. It it, it couldn't possibly be. And then uh, VHS, yeah. VHS, and VHS two are both very good. Mm-hmm. VHS Viral is not. It's not bad, it's just not as I feel like the first two are better, so the second one is actually my favorite of the two, but I'm there's sure watch that again. Oh, yeah, we should rewatch some stuff. We have so much new stuff that we need to watch still need to watch. <laughs>
1: yeah well we' we'll, we'll we'll keep that organized. Don't you all worry about that?
0: Yeah, I think there are there are also we mentioned short horror films. there are a lot of really good short horror channels on YouTube. Oh, yeah, Alter' really good, mm-hmm. and uh God, what's the other one? Uh, Screamfest is the other one they have this one in particular called uh cat calls mm. where this dude ends up being followed home by these two women he he didn't proposition them but he definitely did something inappropriate when he got them to come over to his car in the guise of having them give him directions and they take some revenge that's pretty fucking awesome oh yeah yeah it's really good i i don't know I've watched, there have been some days where I'm supposed to be doing chores and I just end up sitting on my computer and just watching like short horror films over and over and over. just like, oh, what's this one about? Or like I'll watch one that's not very good. And so then I'm like, well, now I have to watch something else to get that out of my brain.
1: <laughs> it, it's it's kind of like getting that bad taste out of your mouth. It is. Yeah.
0: Because there are, I don't have very many instances right anymore where I'll give up on a movie completely and even more so with short horror if it's only like 10 15 minutes long it's not a super long investment so why not yeah there i'm more likely anymore to stop watching something that's really long yeah. uh, especially if i'm just not feeling it or if i look a little bit more into it and i'm just like Ugh. the the most recent one i can think of is when we were researching the uh
1: cannibals Cannibals episode episode, Mm -hmm. and we started
0: to watch this movie called the farm and it was uh, listen if you're we have friends who are vegetarian and vegan and that's that's fine like we love them and we understand that that's that's you know that's a very personal choice the farm is essentially like what did i call it at the time it's like it's basically like if Peta tried to make a horror movie yeah And it's basically like, what if people were cattle and blah, blah, blah. It's like, and it, something like that could have been well done. But it's like, they have no idea how farming actually works.
1: And it's done just in such a, I don't know. It's just, it had potential, even with the themes and everything. It had potential, but.
0: There was not a single likable character.
1: Yeah. It's like, okay, you know how like Ferngully is like. It's got all these environmental messages, yeah. right? Now imagine if it was just environmental messages and no likable characters. Yeah. But this was people and
0: horror. right, exactly. It's kind. Of, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's again, it's, it's a th- idea that could be done well. The idea of people, it actually has been done well because Alter has a short has several short films that are what if people were treated like cattle? Yeah. Kind of thing, and they're very good, but if a film in particular and specifically horror movie does not have a single likable character for me to identify with, I can't get into it. Yeah. I had that issue when I know a lot of people love this movie. And if you do more power to you, but I couldn't finish it. And that is drag me to hell Mm -hmm. because I'm supposed to care about this main character girl. And the second she was like, I'm going to kill the kitten that my boyfriend just gave me as a gift to try and get rid of this curse I brought on myself. I didn't give a shit about her. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really care. You made your bed and now you have to lie in it. Sorry. You made the choice. You could have been a good person and not gotten some promotion, or you could have been the shitty person that you were and embarrassed an elderly woman who just wanted an extension on her home loan, which... I can totally understand. Yeah. So I couldn't get it. I had to quit watching the movie after that. I was like, I don't give a fuck about anybody in this movie now. Bye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's, it is it is kind of sad when, when you can't craft a single likable person. I mean, I understand sometimes there's that whole, you know, fi- finding that sweet spot of having some people that are not likable, but in a fun way.
0: Like the, the person that if they get killed, the audience c- it can be okay with it.
1: Yeah, or even cheer, you know, yeah. ha- having someone so horrible that, you know, when they do get their come up and you know, it's it's a celebration,
0: like that old lady in Gremlins.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, she she was like bizarrely horrible.
0: She threatened to put a dog in a dryer to kill it. That's that's a specific public
1: threat she's doing. Yeah, too. that was
0: a very specific public threat that she made that multiple people heard. Yeah. But apparently she's allowed to make threats like that because she runs the town somehow. She, but like, co-owns the bank, basically. The
1: 80s were weird. I
0: know. But anyway, yeah, the approved death, essentially. Right. But there has to also be someone that you can identify with or at least or root for, at the very least.
1: Yeah, I mean, every genre I can think of has at least one character that you should be hoping for, whether it's the hero, the anti-hero... Hell, if there's a horror movie I don't particularly care for, I'll cheer on the villains.
0: Especially if there's somebody that's like being real creative. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I cheer on, I always cheer on Loki in the MCU. Because listen, he's, it's not his fault. No. Odin did him dirty.
1: Odin did him dirty and well.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean. Anyway, that's not, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on. I don't know. I can't think of anything else to talk about right now. I
1: don't know. I, I think horror is fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I actually had a conversation with a new coworker worker uh, the other day uh, just talking about horror, and she was telling me that her her first introduction to horror was the Halloween franchise. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, well, you know, that's, you know, do, do you find Halloween I'm scary? She's like, no, not really. Yeah. And I, I get that. And so, like, we were kind of... I, I gave a few suggestions of of some movies that actually I've mentioned on on here. Like I, I said, well, have you seen Would You Rather? And and she's oh like, my God, Oh yeah, Would You Rather? Is so good. She was like, Yeah, that was that was really good. And I was like, Well, if you like that kind of movie, because she's studying psychology, I said, if, if you like that, you might like Cheap Thrills. Cheap Thrills is so good. And I know we've mentioned
0: it before, but you guys, seriously, watch Cheap Thrills. It's so good.
1: I I gotta admit, I like. I almost cried because she's like, hang on. And she, like, typed it into her phone, and then she hit... I didn't see what she was hitting, but it looked like she was, like, saving or downloading the movie. So I'm like, whoa.
0: It's so good, though. like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is good.
0: See, my coworkers aren't really into horror movies, so I just have to, like, keep it to myself and sh- and share it with our friends and the people that listen to this podcast because neither of my coworkers are really into horror movies, which I get. I mean, it's not everybody's thing.
1: No. And I mean I'm not I'm not one to, you know, knock or shame someone that that likes a particular horror movie or or doesn't do horror movies. I mean I I've had friends when I was in the Navy I had friends that were like, dude, I don't do scary movies. I'm like, your job is scarier than most horror movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, no, but you know, me going through engineering and in tight spaces especially like if a light's not working right nah nah i can't be spooked out when i'm just trying to you know do my job do my job yeah so i was like okay yeah i get that
0: i think it's funny the people that claim they're not into horror movies and then you talk to them and you're like "Mm, i think you're into horror movies (laughs) like we were having dinner with my parents oh yeah oh my god so my dad for the longest time has said that he's not he doesn't like horror movies he doesn't he doesn't get the appeal Mm mm-hmm and that kind of thing. And I can understand that for some for sure. some modern stuff. Like, my dad is never going to, neither of my parents are going to ever be the type to sit down and watch the Saw franchise or Hostel or anything like that. And I wouldn't even suggest it because I know they would hate it. Yeah. But then there's some stuff, like, I think they genuinely would like The Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Because it's more, it's, it's more spooky than horror. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah
1: yeah absolutely
0: so we're having dinner with my folks and my mom is trying to like engage with us and and mention different horror movies and stuff and then my dad just starts going like there's this one horror movie and he starts describing we basically ended up playing this game where my dad would describe a movie to us (laughs) and we would try and guess what movie he was talking about and there are all these horror movies that he apparently saw in theaters like when he was a teenager and and a young adult and i'm like Dude, you are more into horror movies than you think you are.
1: Yeah. I mean he, he was naming off some or well, describing off some
0: Some classics. Some
1: classics and some of them I had never heard of before.
0: He there's one there was one, the Fearless Vampire Hunters, that is extremely niche. Yeah. And he was talking about, about seeing that one in theaters, I think. Yeah. And like my mom has also always not always said she's not really a big fan of horror. But she loves murder mystery stuff. And she saw the original Halloween in theaters when it first came out. I know. Can you imagine?
1: Before all the hype, before everything else. Just I know. John Carpenter's score. And
0: I know. I'm legit jealous.
1: Who's that dude standing by that shrubbery?
0: I know. but <laughs> Shrubbery. I, shrubbery. I know. <laughs> well, and then it's also funny because I remember the first time I ever saw any of The Exorcist, my dad was watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was a teenager, and he was like, "Hey, you want to watch this movie with me?" And it got—I think it got to the bit where she like crab walks down the stairs yeah. and vomits blood, and I was like, "I'm out," and I just left because that was still the point in my life when I was a, a more chicken than I am now.
1: I was a child. I was a young child when my brother had me watch it. Well,
0: so. yeah, I know. I was the eldest, so I didn't have anybody that did that for me. And I didn't do it for any of my, for my sister or any of my cousins.
1: I did have my roommate watch The Exorcist uh, uh, when my ship was in Dry Dock. We got paired up and as a sort of getting to know you thing, I was like, hey, let's let's watch this movie. And it was the first time I was able to watch The Exorcist and really enjoy it because my roommate was terrified and mumbling to himself and doing all sorts of little motions and oh. stuff. And- oh, he had, he, he I, I think this was his first scary, scary movie. Scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I need to call my mother. And I'm like, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Now, my sister and I would watch all kinds of scary stuff when we were growing up. I remember, you know, other 90s kids will remember, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm-hmm. And Jesse used to insist on watching it in the dark. Yeah, that makes and sense. And turning off all the lights And another one we used to watch all the time when we were teenagers was on weekends. We would watch The Faculty. Oh, yeah. She cracked up. There's a bit where they're all doing drugs because that's the only way you can prove you don't have one of the alien slugs in your brain. And Elijah Wood's character is just like in a giggle fit and just tweaked out of his mind. And Jesse always found that part hilarious for some reason. I have no idea why.
1: Probably had a crush on him.
0: I don't... I have no idea. She thought that, that him... Dude, that giggle fit was funny. I don't know why. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this first random body parts.
1: Yeah. Thanks Thanks for joining us on this... Uh, it's
0: an experiment. Prob- weird,
1: random tour.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we probably won't do these that often, yeah. but every once in a while, we just kind of want to have a chit chat instead of having to do something that's because our standard episodes are extremely research heavy yeah and sometimes you know you're tired and you you know have had a day at work because you've reorganized the entire clearance section in your store and you just want to do something low maintenance which is yeah. kind of what this is well
1: and and you know i guess you could almost call this like the most unscripted episode we've done you know with
0: besides the premiere episode yeah Well, even that I had some notes because there was stuff I wanted to make sure I talked about.
1: So this is just fully off the cuff. Mm -hmm. If you like this sort of thing, you know, please don't hesitate in letting us know.
0: Yeah. If you thought it was good, tell us. Like I said, we probably won't do these very often. Yeah. Well, it'll be back to standard operating procedure next week, I promise.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So as always, you can follow us on Twitter at H2HorrorCast. Uh, you can email your topic suggestions to h2horrorcast at gmail.com. And we also have a Facebook page that I post on at least once a week. So you can always check us out there as well. And in the meantime, thank you for listening. We Again, we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next time, I'm Tia.
1: And I'm still David.
0: And thank you for listening.
1: Music for this episode was Out of Time by Shane Ivers of Silverman Sound. Our artwork was created by Katherine Nixon.